say lately it's been a lot period i don't know why it's become fun to just argue and kind of get in other people's faces and deal with stupidness now again i started off as being that guy who just wants to argue and you know you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and but i've i've been disturbed a bit lately um more so let me phrase that more so lately uh, with Twitter and the things going on there. If anybody knows anything about Twitter, you know that there's a bunch of people um, who are paid propagandists, basically. They're literally, they're they're paid by, and they're, and they're on both sides of the aisle. It just, I unfortunately are only seeing the ones from the left or a majority of them. But there's a lot on the left that you can pay by some, you know, interest groups and or the DNC or some other crazy stuff that these this is their job, or at least one of their jobs is they get paid to throw inflammatory tweets out onto the Twitter sphere and then wait for hell to just erupt. You know, they continue to drive that wedge between all of us. And I I Happen across one of these fellas, and there are girls who do it, but one of them is a fella that that uh, has gotten some notoriety as of late since the I guess around the last of the election. Um, he goes by Brooklyn Dad. Um, now he, he changes his stuff obviously a little bit from time to time, but mostly it's the Brooklyn Dad. It's he he kind of came out of nowhere, at least as far as I'm concerned, uh, and was just he. Throwing this stuff and that stuff and everything else. Anyway, so he puts out a tweet yesterday with a picture. And his picture is basically a, here's what Democrats want or say. And this is how the Republicans interpret it. And I'm going to go through all of this. I'm going to read the, the at least a good majority of it, if not the whole thing. Um, but it got me thinking. Uh, he His tweet, he threw the picture out, and he says in the top of the tweet, this is so real, it gives me goosebumps. And the guy has no idea how true he really is. Again, he's paid to throw this stuff out there. He's paid to cause problems. Little does he know or see the irony in what he's done. Um, as the picture goes... It starts off Democrats saying, quote, uh, we would like cops to stop killing minorities. And the Republicans interpret that as the Democrats hate police. Which we all know, for starters, that at least in my area. Now, I don't know. You may live in a town who has a police force that has a, I don't know, an enjoyment of killing minorities. 
to my knowledge, the ones around me do not. I happen to know quite a few of them in my area, and they don't. That's not their gig. So I, I, mm, I kind of follow that one as, as being a little bit misconstrued. Next one is Democrats say uh, women should have the right to choose. Republicans interpret that as Democrats want to kill babies. Now, I will clarify that, that words do have meaning. And for Republicans to sit there and say that in that response of, you know, wanting women to have the right to choose, that the left wants to kill babies is not fair. It's not. Because the woman might choose to not kill the baby. To be fair. I'm not playing the sounder right now. I don't have time. <laughs> a lot to get through. So it is a, it is a fair thing, to or an unfair thing, to sit there and when you hear them say that a woman has a right to choose, to automatically just scream out that Democrats just want to kill babies. Okay? Can't say for sure what they want, because we're not them. We don't know the, 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 the crevices of their heart and their intentions. Having said that, though, based off the actions of even allowing it to happen in the first place, shows that they're at least indifferent to having babies and allowing babies to be killed, which is a problem. But we'll get to that later. Uh, another one, Democrats need reasonable, immig- or they, we want Im- uh, reasonable immigration policies. And the Republicans apparently read that as Dems want open borders. Now, I, I got to that one yesterday when I was reading it, and this is, and that's what triggered all of this for me. Is that's where in a moment I realized that that statement right there sums up the biggest problem that's going on, and that's the the, the miscommunication. See, we do everything through social media, through Twitter. Facebook, hell, even through tweak, uh, through texts and things like that. We, we very rarely will sit down with another human being and have a conversation, especially somebody you don't agree with. So we don't know or we don't take the time to get to know people and find out what they're truly trying to say. The immigration policies for the United States is garbage. Is garbage. The amount of time that one has to wait to be able to even get the opportunity to take the test, the the amount of money and lawyers and hoops that you have to go through to be admitted into this country is insane. So I completely agree. We need reasonable immigration policies. And for the, the Republicans to translate that is that the left wants open borders from that statement is incorrect. However, there are a lot of Democrats who have stated very blatantly they want open borders. I, another one is uh, Democrats say that they, uh, we kneel in protest of inequality. Republicans translate that as the Dems hate the flag soldiers and America. I think that one is pretty much spot on. Um, because there are other ways of protesting inequality than to interrupt a sporting event. I've said this before on this show and in and, and years in past. Movies, music, sports, 
they are escapes for us for everyday life. Life sucks. I did. In case you've just arrived, life as a human being on planet Earth sucks horribly. There's a lot of da- there's danger at every turn. You may die at any moment. And as of late, we all treat each other like crap. Not exactly a fun place to be. But there's other ways of, of protesting inequality. Now, I would also argue that, that this inequality is a lot more made up than what's being said, but we're not going to dig into that right now. Another one they said is uh, Democrats say that, that we should wear masks to protect others. Republicans translate that as Dems want to take away your freedom. Now, between those two comparisons, I, I agree that it's a little bit asinine. There is nothing wrong with the idea of wanting to protect other people. I, I genuinely believe that all through this whole COVID crap that we had to deal with, that there were genuine people out there who wore their masks under the guise based off of what they were told. Because you have to understand, if you haven't figured this out, depending on your particular bent politically depends on what information you get. If you haven't figured that out, then you need to start doing a little bit more digging. The media's at almost every single level are intentionally swaying and saying things to fit your particular bent to back up your your beliefs, and that's it. Very few people are trying to actually throw out truth. Those that do are not exactly successful and heard about. Case in point, me. I have my beliefs and I have my stance, but by God, we're going to call it as we see it. And you should. If, if the masks worked, which they, you know, based off the information I saw from both ends, it really didn't seem like it was a help. But if it did, and if it does, you should want to help your, your fellow man. Problem is, is we don't have respect for one another. Hell, we don't have respect for ourselves, let alone other people. And that definitely, by, by saying that they want us to, that we should all want to wear masks to protect our fellow people, is not uh, the other side wanting to take away our freedoms. Now, the lockdown that was imposed by the left... All of the rules that came down from the left that forced people to get vaccinated or lose a job, to wear masks at every turn, to stay home hell for two weeks when the world shut down. That was taking away our freedom. You, you kind of did it. it. That's truthful there. Sorry. Another one. Democrats say we should uh, have background checks. That's all it says. We should have background checks. Republicans translate that as Dems want to take your guns. That is the stupidest comparison I've ever seen because there are background checks. The only time you don't get a background check, honestly, is in states like mine um, and a lot of actually the southern states officially, but where you can sell a firearm person to person without having a background check. 
Now, what a lot of people don't realize is there's also um, laws and things in place to kind of cover what happens if, say, I sold a gun to another person and that person commits a crime or wasn't supposed to have it in the first place. See, the thing about it is, is a lot of these laws, especially in the very beginning going back, was all based on personal accountability. If you, as a criminal, knowing full well you're not allowed to have a firearm because you've committed a felony and are no longer allowed to have one, if you go and intentionally buy one, guess what? You've now taken on the risk of the punishment if it's ever discovered you have a gun. It's not my fault. That's, that was the world we used to live in. We used to have personal accountability for the, the actions that we did. We don't have them anymore. We want to give everything to the government. Democrats say feds should not be policing in cities. Republicans translate that as Dems encourage rioting. Feds shouldn't be policing in cities. That's what the police are for. Now, I find it a bit ironic that the, uh, the Democrats will then also say that they don't want police policing inside the cities, but, you know, who am I? But the Dems did encourage rioting. There was many times Maxine Waters, there was, the, 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 the going back to the Trump eras, there was all the, the summer of love. Kyle Rittenhouse's situation. Like, like, do we need to go down the list? Uh, these things went on and on and on, and nobody did anything. Police couldn't handle it. What is the next step? The funny part about it is, is these these the left who sits there and says, well, we don't need these policing in the cities and blah, 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 would be the first ones to be jumping all over the feds because, you know, if there was a situation where, say, straight-up white supremacists were walking through the streets and terrorizing and looting and burning... Oh, they'd be up in arms about it. They'd want the National Guard. Democrats say people should have a living wage. Republicans, Dems, want to give everyone free stuff. And this is one of those ones that, again, that I feel that falls under the spot where we don't take the time to actually listen. Because what is wrong with people having a quote-unquote living wage? There isn't. But it would also depend on the job you do. I grew up in a time where you worked at McDonald's, you worked at Burger King, you worked at Taco Bell, you worked at, you know, Pizza Hut or the grocery store or whatever as a young teenager, 16-year-old, 15 in my time, you know, 15, 16-year-old, you worked there, auto parts or whatever. And you, you worked there. It was basically to, it was your fun money. Because obviously mom and dad paid for virtually everything else. And in my case, it was to pay for my insurance for the car. That's what the job was for. And it was a starting point. Then that way, by the time you got out of school, you would have gotten time and service. You would have, if you were a good worker, you would have moved up. You would have gotten to a spot where, yeah, you're not making minimum wage anymore. But people go into those jobs now as, you know, mid-20-somethings who have degrees that are completely are worth less than the paper that's printed on. And they end up going to these places because that's all they have. 
And then they wonder why they can't live off of McDonald's pay or they can't live off of this. Other. And that's and then, then you start getting the argument. We want $15 an hour. We want $15 an hour. And now everything's becoming automated. There's nothing wrong with having a living wage. There's nothing wrong with wanting to, to, to be able to, to function, to live, to, to get up. That's, that literally is the dream. Everybody, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, no matter what you believe, 99% of Americans all want to get up in the morning, go to a job that they at least tolerate to be able to make a paycheck, to pay the bills that they have, to have a little bit of money afterwards that on the weekends or whenever they have time off can go and do something, have a little fun with the family, you know, relax a little bit. That's it. They want to be left the hell alone. The problem with it is, is the reason why Republicans sit there and say, well, the Dems want to give everyone free stuff is because we believe that Stuff should be earned. Your money, your respect as a human being, like all of this stuff, like you, you, you should be earning this stuff. Give us a reason as to why you, you, you need this. There's nothing wrong. The left, I mean, the right wants to help people. They truly do. But there was a point where we used to help people in the community as individuals. Charity. Not government assistance. But we don't do that anymore. We've, we've gotten to the point where we, they take out so much in taxes and do all of this stuff so much that they're always trying to help pay for this other stuff. And now normal Americans like myself who would rather pay a charity, give money to a charity, to an organization to take care of, you know, homeless people or starving people or whatever can't actually do it. And then you get the government involved, who are now going to do, they're going to give out the money, sure. But unlike a charity, or majority charities, where they give a majority, if not the entire bit of money that is uh, donated to said cause, now the government gets it and they put their hands on it because it's tax money. All these people got to get paid. All these other stuff got to get paid off. So by the time it makes it to where it needs to go, you might have about a nickel out of a dollar. If you're lucky. And so it's a little bit frustrating for those of us that want to continue to help other people, seeing other people who also, and by the way, who people who take advantage of the situation. How many people have you seen in the news or hell in real life that you know could get off of their butt and could get a job, but don't? Could start somewhere, but don't? I don't know. Democrats say we want religious freedom for everyone. Republicans say, uh, interpret that as Dems want Sharia law. I don't know what the hell that means, to be perfectly honest with you. Sharia law has not been in the news or a discussion of anything I know of for quite some time. I think it's a little bit asinine, but moving on. Uh, Democrats say taxes should be used for the benefit of everyone. Republicans interpret that as Dems want socialism. Again, that ties back into what we were saying about the living wage. And the, and the, the Republicans reading it that Dems want to give everyone free stuff. Because there is. The, the left especially, the right does it too, but the left is a little bit more open about it. 
They're constantly wanting to have slush funds. They constantly want to have this and that and the other. How many times? Just a little bit ago, I saw an article about um, Kamala Harris, the VP, sitting there and saying how, you know, we're committed to giving, you know, a clean energy that will, get, you know, supply millions of jobs and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, blah. It's not the government's job to make jobs. The government's job is to protect the American citizen so the American citizen can create the job. Democrats, we want people to be able to vote safely during a pandemic. Republicans, Dems want to rig the election. Again, this is another one that that actually does ring a bit true. When you have a group of people, again, who are hearing one side of the story or who are buying uh, or being bought and sold in this one little realm over here saying this is absolutely how it is and they're going to believe it because why would the government lie? Why would they be lied to at all? Truly do believe that all oh, this this pandemic will kill people and this, that, and the third. We need to do things. Honestly, probably win at this very genuinely and thought mail-in ballots were a good idea because it's the only thing they could do. Republicans said that the, the, the election was rigged, not because Donald Trump said that. Now, I'm sure there's some people who thought that, but, you know, majority don't. Majority of the people think that the election was rigged because of the shadiness of it, because we all know how the mail runs. And we all know that for a second that if the roles were reversed and it was it was uh, 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 someone from the left, and, hey, let's put it, let's completely flip everything. It was Trump who was trying to get elected and Biden was already in office and they implemented this. Do you really think for a second that the, 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 the left would be sitting here saying that, that they wanted people to vote safely? No. Actually, it would be the right saying that. And that's the problem with all of this. It's okay as long as my team's doing it. doesn't matter what it is. My side's doing it. It's okay. The other side does it. It's wrong. Democrats, listen, we just want to find ways to help people. Republicans interpret that as, listen, we just want to find ways to misrepresent everything you say in order to scare people into voting for us, even though we offer zero solutions. And you know what? Both left and right, Republicans and Democrats, both sides, say they want to help people. And both sides interpret it the same way that they just, they do whatever they can to scare people into voting for the other team or for themselves, actually, on the opposite team. And I'm, what I'm doing is I'm actually, and I've got a little bit of help, I'm working on trying to put out a rebuttal, as it were, for this. One, something that's a little bit clearer, but in kind of a reverse way. Because this guy putting this out, I don't know if he realized it. He may not have cared. I don't know. But this whole meme, this whole picture, this whole list screams what the biggest problem is right now in America is we're assuming. We're not taking the time. Again, we're not, we're not getting past 
the glass screen in front of us that we're using to communicate with people. We're not looking that other person in the eye. We're not taking the time to talk to them. And not just talk to them, by the way, but talk to them with a genuine interest in who they are, where they're coming from, what they stand for, where they want to go. At the end of the day, we should be able to have a conversation. We may not agree on the end results, but we should all be able to look and say, this is a problem. This particular thing is a problem. Immigration policies, the way they are, are a problem. How do we fix it? Abortion is a problem. How do we fix it? The southern border is a problem. How do we fix it? There's all these things, people being killed, these quote-unquote mass shootings that are constantly going on, which we'll talk about on the other side. All these are a problem. How do we fix it? The way we fix it should be the disagreement, but we're not. We're disagreeing about even the problem itself, and that's why we're in the hole we're in. Defenders Live. I gotta fix my button. I don't know what that is. Anyway, welcome back. Defenders Live. <sighs> Follow us on Twitter at DOAE Show. Follow me on Twitter at Dylan Lyles. Ah. Uh, if you got something you want to say, an argument, or anything else that needs to go a little bit longer than the 280 characters, go to, uh, you can follow me, or not follow me, email us at doaeshow at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook still. Uh, that's at doaeshow. Um, yeah. So, there you go. If you like what you hear, spread it around, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, all that fun jazz. So, I mentioned earlier about, you know, all the killings and stuff that's been going on. Michigan State had that shooter not too long ago, which turned out to be a black guy, which a lot of the left were not thrilled about. Um, but as I mentioned a second ago, we're, we're severely lacking in true communication with one another as people. Um, we don't want to listen. We don't want to take the time to truly take an individual, listen to what they have to say, and try to come to a point of resolution, trying to truly find common ground and fix a problem. We're all about wanting to fight. We're all about wanting to argue. We want to uh, score a point for our side of the team. And in some cases, truth be damned. And that's bothersome to me. To the point that that we go so far as, as to just like literally hate on everyone, no matter what the person's genuine intentions are. Michigan State Representative Ranji Puri, who's a Democrat, dropped the F bomb on a statement. 
about the recent shooting at Michigan State University. He said, quote, F you, or F your thoughts and prayers. In the tweet, he says, officially, today we begin to collectively heal from the horrific events which transpired. Tomorrow, we work. My official statement regarding the Michigan State University shooting is below. F your thoughts and prayers. This guy obviously is very anti-gun. And it's very sad, actually. Again, any anytime anybody dies, we should be, uh, our hearts should break. It doesn't matter the situation. Anytime a life ends, we should all, as human beings, weep. If nothing else, in 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 a, a level of sympathy for the family and friends of the life lost, you may not have known that person. But you should, your heart should break for the pain that the people, that that life touched, and the things that they're going through. That's that's where it should be. But we don't care anymore, and this guy proves it. In his statement, his first words in the statement, January fourteenth, twenty twenty three, House Majority Whip. Ron G. Puri's full statement of the Michigan State University shooting, colon. First words. F your thoughts and prayers. And he didn't say F. He said the whole word. I want to extend my deepest condolences to the Michigan State University community who are experiencing unimaginable trauma Grief after a shooter opened fire in multiple locations across his Michigan State campus. What happened in East Lansing is unfortunately far too common. Going to school in America, whether it's preschool or college, means risking your life every day to the threat of a mass shooting. Yet we've all offered up our empty solutions. Traumatizing active shooter drills and bulletproof backpacks. We don't need to live like this. The United States is the only country where this happens, where mass shootings have left us desensitized, waking up each day to do a seemingly never-ending horrific cycle of gun violence. Living a society plagued with gun violence can be prevented. It is a symptom of years of inaction. We are not even two full months into 2023, and this marks the 67th mass shooting of the year. Along with over twenty or uh, two thousand two hundred fifteen mass shooting gun deaths, that's mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers without action and change is meaningless. Our office will continue to work tirelessly to pass common sense gun law uh, reform immediately. We will not stop until our students can attend school without fear. Our communities can attend places of worship in peace, and our society is safe from senseless gun. Violence. For the most up-to-date, talk to your police, blah, blah, blah. But that was his statement. And I'm not going to sit here and claim to know why this guy shot up this school. I'll be honest with you, I really didn't look into it too terribly much. Now, I did find out a little bit of stuff about him that we'll talk about in a minute. But as far as the, the true uh, motive, I don't recall 
But what I do know is that since Donald Trump came into office 2016, and actually it, it, it started festering a lot earlier than that. I started noticing it even back during the Obama's run, both years, or both terms. People are angry. We have been divided. And every time it, it just, it, the division gets worse and worse and worse. Now, I don't know, again, why this guy went and shot the school up. It may have been politically motivated. It might have been racially motivated. It might have been a whole myriad of reasons why this guy went and did this. But it doesn't matter necessarily why at the moment. Taking away guns would not have stopped him from killing anyone. And and anyone with a, 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 a even a modicum of intelligence could be able to tell you that. Proof of that is 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 fentanyl is illegal in this country. How many people are dying from fentanyl overdose? It's an epidemic, as they say. But it's illegal. The entire country's not supposed to have it. Somebody's getting it from somewhere. Do you really think that if you took away the guns, that the mass shootings would stop? I would argue, based off of the, the, the imperial evidence, that it would probably increase. I could be wrong. But I can make the argument. People are angry right now. We, we, again, there's been a division that is, there's a wedge that has been driven deep into the heart of this country uh, between brother against brother. Like to the degree, I, we're getting ready to hit a civil war. I believe it in my bones if we don't stop it now. And the problem with it is it's really hard to not engage. Again, I like being on Twitter. I don't I do know why because it's just it's fun. It's a it's a it's a mosh pit and you just that's all you do. You talk junk. Cuz that's all it is anymore. And it is really hard to be on a on on something like that or even to hear anybody for that matter just scream out and regurgitate some information that they, they they didn't look into themselves. They've only gotten from one source or maybe two, but it's all from the same side. They're absolutely right. It sucks that we're in a day and age where kids have to have active shooter drills. It really is. It's 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 horrible. To have to be the, the whole bulletproof back, all of it, bulletproof backpacks, all of it. It's it's horrible that this is where we're at right now. But to lead off a, a statement from a state representative, first words, F your thoughts and prayers, that, that doesn't exactly bode well for resolution, now does it? Because there are people, genuine people, 
Michigan and other places, who genuinely, whose hearts go out to these people that lost friends and family, loved ones, who truly do care, who do hate the thought of someone dying, but are also smart enough to know that to take away the gun doesn't keep the action from happening. And this guy just drives the wedge just a tad deeper. And we allow it to happen. We're so stuck on our teams. We're so stuck in our spot that we don't care about what's right. We don't care about the action. It's how does this prove a point for our team? And nothing more. You're absolutely right. We, our kids should not have to be worried about this. But taking guns away from law-abiding citizens who, who truly have a heart for other people, who are not psychotic, who have passed all the background checks. There are 250,000-plus gun laws on the books in the United States. Those 250 plus thousand did not stop this from happening. Another one is not going to stop it either. An amendment in the Constitution is not going to stop it. What's going to stop it is us. Making a genuine attempt to understand the other person across from you. Go back to the days where you could agree to disagree. But that disagreement on that, that disagreement you had was not on what was right and what was wrong. The disagreement was how we get there. What do we fix about it? I would argue if we had if you allowed some kind of an actual security service on these campuses to carry guns, that might be a good start. I don't know why anybody would be worried about that from a cost standpoint because the amount of money that these colleges make are insane anyway, so it's a little bit more for security. To not broadcast something as a gun-free zone might be a good start. But why not try to work with people? We have to live together. You know, they they say that that America, like we we used to, at least we used to, walk around and be, you know, we're we're all a family. America's a family. And just like in a family, you're going to have family members that you don't like. You're going to have family members who drive you nuts. You're going to have a family member who you will not agree with. No, I wouldn't do it that way. I wouldn't put my kid in timeout or I wouldn't spank my kid. You know, whatever it is, whatever the disagreement is. I wouldn't have put that in my potato salad, whatever, you know. But you still have to work with them. You still have to get along with them. If for nothing else, for the sake of Christmas and grandma, you know, but we don't try And to get on to have a platform to be a state representative and the first things out of your mouth is F your thoughts and prayers. 
you've just made the situation worse. And you wonder why people flock and worship, literally worship. I am not going to sit here and they worship Donald Trump. Donald Trump was not a good president. Okay? He wasn't. He was better than what I thought he was going to be. And yes, would have voted for him if I could have this last time. But he was not a good president. He spent more money than any other president around. He, above all people, helped to continue to drive the wedge between everybody. By he, There's a difference between being able to stand on principle and stand behind your beliefs and in, 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 in your places saying, this is right, I'm convicted, this is right, and standing there and doing that without antagonizing the other side, which he did. And we've just, we're at this point now where we're in these, the lines have been drawn. You were either on this side or you were on this side. There was no nuance. There was no middle ground. There's no gray area. Everything else on planet Earth, apparently, has got a spectrum. Everything. Sexuality, gender, everything. Except politics, which makes no sense to me. The things that should have very basic, binary, this way, this way, stark lines being drawn. Even if something as simple as gender. Whether you're a boy or a girl, and that should be it. That suddenly now has a spectrum. But politics, where you can sit here and go, yes, I believe that people should have the right to bear arms and carry a gun, but I also don't think that they should be able to carry them everywhere and kill something. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But we've sat here and has made it so tight that either you believe in guns and you have to open up to everything, the possibility, which is the Wild West that these that the left is trying to portray, like this, Nice guy, Ranjeev Puri. Or you have to be on the other side where no one gets a gun at all and it has to all be destroyed. There's no middle ground. And the worst part about it is, is most Americans are in the middle. But we're not allowed to actually be in the middle. Because the other side will paint you into one spot. Or we, on the other, this side, will paint the other people under that side. And they retaliate. It's just a battle, and it shouldn't be a battle. We are not enemies. We're citizens. We are fellow citizens in the greatest country in the world. This great country of ours is quickly turning into every other country in the world. America used to be separate. It used to be different. We used to hold this level. It's on the Statue of Liberty for crying out loud. Give me your poor, you're tired. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, it escaped my brain. You're huddled masses yearning to breathe free. That was the commonality. That's where it started. It was freedom. 
And sure, we we come into this with different levels of understanding and freedom. We all grow up with different experiences. Someone like me, who grew up in the middle of nowhere in the country, having to literally fend and dis- everything but food. And even that, to a degree, we still had to kind of fend for ourselves on. Gardens and chickens and whatnot. Nothing too crazy, but... I lived a very different life from somebody who lived in a city their entire life. Where you didn't need to have a car. Where food was on every corner. Where, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to, you know, do the things that I may have had to do. Doesn't make the way I live the right way. Doesn't make the way that they live the right way. It just means our world and our world perspective is a tad different. There's nothing wrong with a city wanting to dump a boatload of taxpayer money into fundings to take care of stuff. Should the government be doing that? Absolutely not. Even at the state level, in my opinion. But if the state at a local level wants to do something like that, then that's them. Everybody should be allowed to be free. And that freedom should be nationwide. That includes the ability to think what you want to think, to believe what you want to believe, to have the principles that you want to have. Not be forced to be blanketed and and labeled as one thing or another. It irritates me beyond no end to be called a Trumper. Not because it's Donald Trump. I could care less about that. The part that bugs me is, is that's where the line is. Trump was not a god. He was a man. And you may have liked him. You may have thought he was the greatest thing out there. And cool. I didn't, but that's my opinion. And that's where it's supposed to be. We're supposed to have those little differences, and it's not supposed to be the end of the world. But sadly, that's where we're at right now. If you don't completely agree, completely commit, lock, stock, and barrel, you don't, then you're, then you must be for the other side. And we don't have room for defectors. It's all, you're either all in or you're all out. And this is, that is what's killing us. When are we going to stop doing this? Hmm? That's what I want to know. When, when are we going to stop When are we going to start treating each other like human beings? When are we going to start When are we going to start acting actually having respect for each other? You can have respect for somebody that you don't agree with. When are we going to stop treating each other like enemies? Just because you don't agree with somebody politically does not mean that they are a traitor and that they're trying to destroy your way of life. I would love, and maybe I am naive, I don't know, but I, I long for the day where we can agree on what the problem is. Every single one of us can go, yep, that's wrong. That needs to change. And we have a disagreement on how we get there. And that's where the voting kicks in. 
And then the voting happens, and that particular way gets tried. And oh, look, it didn't work. This and this is still going on. It's not acceptable. We don't like it. We need to try something else. Oh, look, let's try it this way then. We tried that way. Again, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm nuts. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm childish. Maybe that's, I'm insane for thinking that. But it, it sounds like something. I, I mean, it sounds what I thought America was supposed to be. At least it, I was under that impression as a child. Maybe, maybe I am an idiot. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe it's never been like that. I don't know. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with disagreements. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing with one someone politically or anything else. What the problem is, is when we start treating each other as anything other than human. When we start looking at somebody who doesn't agree with us as subhuman, we're done. And I argue we're already there. When a state representative tells the world that we don't care about your sympathy for us and this situation. And in my humble opinion, it, I read it as he doesn't even care about the situation. This is all about a movement now, an opportunity for him to be able to push gun legislation. That's what I get from this. And that in and of itself is beyond disgusting. In case you weren't aware, the guy who shot up the Michigan University should never have actually been able to have the gun in the first place. It's just... Detroit Press reported that uh, Anthony McRae, the man police indicated was responsible for killing the three people, and then killing himself, which bear in mind, that does count as a mass shooting. Remember that, as I've mentioned a couple shows back. Mass shooting is three or more people being killed. But anyway, he was arrested in 2019 on a gun-related charge in Lansing. Chris Gotts, a spokesman for the Michigan Department of Corrections, told the Free Press about the arrest. Quote, on, Jan- on June 7th, 2019, an officer spotted an individual near an abandoned building East Street in Lansing, about 1.30 in the morning. Officer questioned McRae, who said he had just left a store. When asked, he admitted that he had a gun on him and didn't have a concealed weapon permit. He claimed he left home to walk to a store to buy cigarettes and feared for his safety, so he took his gun. End quote. According to court records, the police officer approached McRae, Asked him if he was armed. Then, upon com- uh, confirmation that he was, detained him. The officer found a Ruger LCP uh, 380 semi-automatic pistol on his person with a loaded magazine. He was charged with violation of a concealed carry law and possession of a loaded weapon in a vehicle. Despite the initial felony charge, Ingram County District Attorney's Office, formerly helmed by progressive Democrat Carol Seaman, cut McRae a deal and lowered the charges to a misdemeanor. Now, again, there's no guarantee that if this had been left alone, 
and, and he had had it as a felony and he was not allowed to have a gun doesn't mean it wouldn't he wouldn't have still gone and killed people just so we're clear but maybe they turned around and, and, and made him a deal to lower the charges to misdemeanor And then they're upset because, oh, well, we need more gun laws, namely taking them away from people. You had your chance to take the gun away from him. And again, would it have stopped it? We don't know. It might have helped. Might not have. I don't know. But they noted that in a statement on Tuesday that the original felony charge was punishable up to five years in jail. Remember, this is 2019 when this happened. Technically, he wouldn't be getting out until next year, so my math's right. Don't talk about that. So, <laughs> which means that at least it wouldn't have happened this past February, this this past week. The killing, anyway. I'm just saying, would it have prevented it long term? We don't know, but it definitely would have prevented it in the short term. I'm just saying. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. <sighs> Follow us on all the social medias at DOA Show. You can find the show on Spotify. You can listen on Anchor. You can listen on iHeartRadio. Almost messed that one up. Make sure you share it around. Help grow the thing back up to where it was before we had to take the little break. It would be fantastic. We'll see y'all later on. Um some news coming i think i don't know if i'm gonna let it out next week or the week after but something big's coming keep an eye out see you later